Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What up, Ingrid? Well... (laughs) I heard a fun little, well, I guess it's not really fun, but (laughs) one of uh, your clients wrote me saying that there was some crazy retrograde shit happening. Yes. So one of your clients, one of our sponsors of the podcast actually wrote me the other day back in the, it was from the retrograde. Janine. Janine. Yes. Yes. And she said that they were getting some renovations done on their house and they were going to redo one of their bathrooms. Mm -hmm. So she went out, she came back and went to check out her tiling situation they were like ripping up the tile Mm -hmm. she went into the bathroom that was supposed to be retiled and there was nothing there she goes into her other her other bathroom that doesn't need any construction work and they had ripped out everything (laughs) so she said she's been like showering at the gym for a week like they they just accidentally ripped out the wrong bathroom like how the fuck does that happen yes what a horror story so i don't know i just thought that was very retrograde story she had such a light heart about it. She Chalked it up to the retrograde. But now she gets like two renovations. Two new bathrooms. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think they had like become friends, her and the contractor after this like mishap. They were very apologetic. But, yes. But I, she was telling me about her stuff. And then you were telling me that all of your house is falling apart over there. You yeah. got some renovations in it. Also went sideways. Yeah, totally. They were supposed to replace the windows with a certain type of window that went up and down. So you could put in like a AC unit. Yeah, right? exactly. And they they installed the side to side windows instead. So So now you can't get the air conditioning. Yeah. No, it's it's a disaster. So that's why That uh, seems like yeah, communication <laughs> has been like absolutely absurd. Exactly. And it's like we were very clear with you about what we needed. <laughs> we were very clear. I mean, and I'm sure that they also thought that they heard that or they wouldn't have done that. Like, those are those are big things. Construction on someone's home to just do the basically the opposite of what you needed well, in both cases. For my situation, I think it's a little different. I think they were trying to... Cheap out on you? Yeah, exactly. Well, the other windows are too expensive, and so... So maybe that was on purpose. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we're working our way through that situation yeah i've been doing my own home renovations over here but no catastrophes just you know the general rearrange like i always like to do you haven't been tearing anything apart though no but i did buy some paint or i didn't get paint i got some paint swatches so i'm gonna paint that um wall at the end like this gray green Uh teal color when you got your your pictures reframed too. I did. Well, oh my gosh, actually it did happen to me too. I got my pictures back. Yeah. And they're supposed to be vertical oh, and no. she hung them horizontal. That's why I only have one up. My my house isn't big enough to hang them that direction. They're supposed to go up and down. Oh. So I need to take them back to her. Oh boy. And so then in 6 months you'll they'll be ready. Yeah, probably. Cause, <laughs> yeah, cuz the frame lady uh that the Ingrid actually found through my partner, Gabriella. Uh, She's a character. Is, yeah, she is an interesting person. Does great work at a very reasonable price. 
but she is definitely from another planet. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. How long were those pictures with her? Like two and a half months. Okay. Maybe three. Yeah, I was going to say, two and a half months is pretty quick for her. I mean, I was expecting at least four months. It was a while. Yeah. And then I would text her and she'd be like, oh, they'll be ready tomorrow. Every day for like two weeks. I'm like, okay, so, but like, I have to plan. She's like, well, I don't want you to plan around it. I'm like, I would like to plan my day. I do need to plan around it. Mm-hmm. But she'd be like, oh, the baby's here. She like watches her granddaughter or something. She's like, gotta go. I'm oh my I'm God. Like, okay. I guess I won't plan around it no. when it's ready. Apparently she'll call me. She'll just let you know when it's ready. And I didn't notice they were the wrong way until I got them home and I went to hang them. Cause I don't oh know. I just God. didn't think too much about checking for that. <sighs> well, do you have any peace ahead? Is there any peace on the horizon, Scott? Oh yeah. Always, always peace on the horizon. Ebb and flow. You know, sometimes things are challenging. Sometimes things are more smooth. So whenever things are challenging like they were with the windows for my place, I just, you know, I tell Gabriella, like, we live in a comfortable, safe, and secure home. Comfortable? She's like, it's too loud in here. (laughs) But this is like the mentality you put forward. You know, it's like whether... You actually do in this moment or not, whether it is this home or not, it's about reframing your mind. It's like like I'm always telling you, like, look in the mirror and say, I love you, Ingrid. I love you, Ingrid. We're supposed to say, like, I love my house. I love my house. Is that- I'm, I'm saying, like, what I say is I live in a safe and secure, comfortable home. And either that's the home where I currently am or it's going to be a different home moving forward that's the intention that i'm putting forward okay okay you know and so as i put that intention forward that's what comes back is that i'm healthy i'm happy i'm safe i'm secure i mean i i love that sentiment and i think that sometimes that does really work but sometimes when you're in an uncomfortable situation no matter how much you're telling yourself this kind of like a lie to like trick yourself into thinking something else so you can like attract these things It's really hard to do that sometimes when you're feeling really buried. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I can say that, but what if there's like construction outside of my window every day? And like my air conditioner doesn't work. And and that's where I've been living, you know, where there's construction and there's noise and jackhammering going on, like literally right across the street from me. And it's hot. There's no air conditioning. So yeah, it's frustrating, but... Does she tell herself that or is she like, shut up, Scott? Yeah, yeah, she's the... (laughs) She's like, I really appreciate that you can do that, but like, I fucking hate it. You know, it's like she, she gets more, uh, animated about it, but I do too. But it's like, if somebody, if somebody called you Bill and you're like, that's not my name, Bill, you <laughs> yeah. know, I'm Ingrid. No, no, Bill, Bill, Bill. And they're always calling you. Eventually you're going to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> my name's not <laughs> Bill. You know, it's Ingrid. And so sometimes, yeah, that. I live in a safe and secure, comfortable home. I say that, and it's not that way, and you have to get angry. Mm-hmm. You ha- it's not to pretend, you know, your house is burning down. It's like, I live in a safe and secure home, and no, that's not really a fire. Okay, you've got to move. You've got to do something. But, but it is really reprogramming yourself, and what you're doing is you're saying that I have the power to be where I want to be. And where I want to be is somewhere that's safe, secure, peaceful, comfortable. 
I have the power to create that environment for myself, even if it's not that way in this moment. Taking your power back instead of feeling like this is happening to me. It's like, well, you chose to live here and that happens to be what's happening now, Mm -hmm. but you can also choose to live somewhere else and your everything can shift. Yes. It's, I don't know, like my friend Simone, who's a intuitive and she's like, she was like my spiritual mentor, you know, she's like, she told me this story about her where she cut off her fingernail doing like, uh, like a cheese grater type scraping thing and like mm-hmm. scraped her fingernail off. Like completely it, off? Yeah, I think so. And it immediately started to bleed and she like just put it back on and was like, there is no injury here. There is no injury here. And just kept saying that over and over and just like bandaged, bandaged it up and, you know, took care of it. But then when she took the bandage off, it was fine. What the fuck? There's nothing wrong. So I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, in the Bible, you know, Jesus talks about, was it the, the faith? It takes the faith of a mustard seed to move a mountain. Yeah, it really only takes like that seed of intention to actually put a shift in motion. It's like once whatever clicks in your mind, mm-hmm. then you are able to make the plan to make that happen. But it really just starts with that one little intention. Yes. One little mustard seed. Yeah. So you are constantly a frequency. You're you're a frequency, and then the people come into contact with you, or the screen comes into contact with you, or your neighbors, or whatever, and it shifts your frequency. But at what point do you no longer become a victim to the frequencies around you, and you become the conductor of the frequencies around you? How does that happen? With intention. Yeah. I mean, it's all in our subconscious. It's like most of our waking hours we are operating on whatever has happened in our past and our programming so Mm -hmm. once we do things intentionally we can like unlock whatever our code is that lives in our subconscious we actually change it and then Mm -hmm. things start to change for us yes like i we've talked about the cosmic pathway that i meet with people each and every week that's the fun of doing the work is like i have this one client who she you know, I told her, you need to write out what you're looking for in a partner. That's how you're going to find it. And and when I do this exercise with people, a lot of times they're like, I don't, I don't know what I want. Well, th- that's the example that you always give me, Ingrid. You can't go into a restaurant and say, I'm hungry, bring me something. <laughs> exactly. And then be mad that you're never getting what you want. You yes. really, you have to place an order. Exactly. So first of all, yeah, then get clear about what you don't want. And then what's the opposite of what you don't want is what you do want. And so she wrote out this thing and read it to me. And I was just like blown away. I'm like, wow, I, w- <laughs> I want to date this guy, you know? And so she told me she was going out with some friends. And I was like, you know, read that. Read it every day. Read it out loud. You're calling in your partner. And she went out with some friends And they were like, wow, you are just like glowing. Like you look, did you change? What have you done? You do your hair differently or whatever. Just like the energy that she was exuding was different Mm -hmm. than before. So she didn't meet anyone in that time, but it's, it's like you're, you're shifting that frequency. It's a mating call. It's a mating call. It's like 
every animal has a mating call. So if your mating call is, life sucks, it's miserable, I'm horrible, I hate this, and all this stuff, then you meet somebody who feels that way. Mm -hmm. So... I love that changing your mating call. It is when you know what you want and you're putting it out there and you, like you said, she was like glowing. Mm -hmm. Like maybe she didn't call in the person that day, but she's shifting something within herself so she can call in the kind of energy she wants to have in her life. Exactly. That's it. And that's, that's the power that each and every individual has here on planet earth. I mean, it's like, it trips me out. Like I'm looking at you, Ingrid, you are a living breathing soul and when i think of the impact that you've had on my life and how much you have changed my life and helped me in such a positive way get this knowledge out to people like that's because of your magic you sharing your magic with me and that's the power that every human being has so how are you taking care of your magic and who are you sharing your magic with whose magic are you allowing to be shared with you how is their magic affecting you is it lifting you up is it draining you that's the frequency always be mindful of the frequencies that are around you astrology is such an amazing tool for that because it brings awareness to all the little pieces of our life that maybe we aren't nurturing Mm -hmm. it's just like it goes in this cycle where we're like okay we're going to nurture relationships and then love and then um, business and Mm -hmm. then career and when we give attention to all those things we are able to call in the things that we want Mm -hmm. yes and astrology shows you all about it because it's right there in the written language and it's like you look at the book the basics of astrology in there there's the symbol for earth that's where we are We're on planet Earth. (laughs) And you look at those three root symbols, the circle of spirit, the cross of matter, and the crescent of receptivity. The circle of spirit is your eternal soul. No beginning, no end. The cross of matter is the four elements of matter. Fire, earth, air, and water. The earth symbol is a cross of matter inside of a circle of spirit. What that says to me is that symbol represents the place where the eternal soul materializes into a physical body. That is what earth is. And that's where you are. You're an eternal soul that is materialized into a physical body on planet earth to go through real life experiences, some amazing and joyful, some painful and horrible, to transform Your soul. Do you want to get into the week? Yeah, let's get into the week. Yeah, give us us some (laughs) advice on all the horrible shit that we're going through. (laughs) Hopefully it's not too horrible. But before we do, I want to thank our sponsors. The kind individuals that are supporting Ingrid and I in this show. I want to thank Ross, Annie, Carrie, Lori Kay, Kimberly... Stephanie, Catherine, Vincent, Lori M, Janine, Haley, and Deborah. Thank you all so much for supporting the podcast. Yes, thank you. You guys are allowing us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the knowledge of the planets and stars with you all. And if you would like to support the podcast, 
If you go to Spotify, go to the show notes, there's a link to support. You can donate $9.99, $4.99, or $0.99. Cents. Yes. Amazing. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you to our sponsors. So this is the week of June 27th through July 3rd. June 27th through July 3rd. So looking at Monday, June 27th, we've got four planets. The week begins with like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, you know, really intense and and loud in the beginning of the week. And then, you know, hopefully kind of simmer out as the week ends. But we shall see. Today we're looking at Mercury, the messenger of the gods, guide of souls to the underworld, the planet of consciousness, communication and coordination in the mutable air sign symbolized by the twins, which Mercury rules, Gemini, aligning in a sextile, a very supportive alignment with Chiron, the wounded healer and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries. Then we have Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict, and the planetary ruler of Aries, transiting through Aries along with Chiron, forming another positive alignment, a sextile, with Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of restriction, responsibility, hard work, authority, and achievement, in the fixed air sign of Aquarius, symbolized by the water bearer and ruled by Saturn. So we're looking at four pieces today, three of which are all in signs that they rule. So what that tells me is that there's some big shifting happening here with communication, self-confidence, action, and responsibility. Well, when you start communicating in the community, it's going to start healing those wounds to your self-confidence. It's like a, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. Then once you have more confidence, you're going to be able to express yourself more. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what's needed here for sure. Conversation is important. Maybe these are conversations that you're afraid to have with other people uh, outside of your immediate circle, in the broader scheme, in the community. Um, maybe there's people in your community that you're curious about, well, well, what is their perspective? And you might be afraid to ask them the questions that you want to ask in order to receive the answers that you need. So this is an opportunity to ask those questions and then take the necessary steps to follow through courageously from a place of self-love that supports the community and the individuality of each member of the community. Very powerful alignments that will hopefully stoke the conversation and get that conversation moving people into action. I'm also seeing, so there's Mercury's in Gemini. Mm -hmm. So the conscious mind, maybe it's instead of like feeling things in our body where it's like, that's, I think more where like fear lives, Mm -hmm. like it's just more intellectual. So we don't feel so connected to our emotions. We're like, okay, we're just going to talk about it. I know this is what I need to do to get to where I want to be. Exactly. It's, this is not, this is not about the emotions. These four planets in these two signs or these three signs. It's like light Uh, and like fiery. It's just like, 
making shit happen. Totally, totally. Like we can't worry about feelings right now. It's about <laughs> it's about what's logical, what makes sense. Like what are the facts here? Let's look at the facts. Well, that's not Aquarius. Yeah, exactly. You really want to solve some problems? Let's look at the facts. Where do these facts come from? Who's bringing these facts in? What is their motivation for for having these facts? Are they really facts? What really are the facts? Well, also, I mean, we do live a lot in like our fear and that's where that, that wound to our self-confidence is. So when we are feeling logical, it's like we can still have emotions, but if we think about them logically, it makes it easier to act without being stuck. Exactly. When you're looking at facts, if we can g- agree on the facts, then you can actually have a logical, coherent conversation. And also just do the thing. That's like that Mars energy. Just just do exactly. it. Exactly. Just do it. Just get it done. We see the issue. We understand the facts here. We know it needs to be done. Let's move forward. So that's Monday, big start of the week. Tuesday, June 28th. More multiple planets here. We're looking at five new planets that we didn't talk about on Monday. We're looking at Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, in Gemini, forming a sextile with Jupiter, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion, in Aries. So this again, Gemini and Aries coming into play on Tuesday, just like they were in play on Monday, but with two different planets, Venus, Lady Luck, and Jupiter, the planet of luck. This is a supportive alignment. Looking back at Monday... That conversation, we, we're having these conversations, we're, we're communicating more clearly, we've got the facts. Now uh, the relationships can start to expand. Maybe you're working with new people, you're, you're spreading, uh, your, your circle is getting wider because you're starting to see that, well, I understand this person, I understand that person. You know, Maybe we have different values, but I get where they're coming from, they get where I'm coming from. We have different perspectives, but you know, we can still figure out how to work together towards a common cause. So a lot of positivity for relationships on this day. Then we've also got uh, Neptune, which is the god of fresh water and the sea, the planet of illusion, deception, compassion, and intuition, begins its retrograde transit in the mutable water signs symbolized by the fish, Pisces, which Neptune rules. So several planets in position of rulership. We talked about Mercury in Gemini yesterday, Mars in Aries as well, and Saturn in Aquarius. Those three planets are on signs that they rule. Neptune in Pisces, that's the fourth sign, but not the last. That's the fourth planet, but not the last planet that we'll talk about that's in a sign that it rules this week. So a lot of planets in positions of power really pushing the energy forward even though neptune is beginning its retrograde transit which means it's going to be moving backwards it's going to continue retrograding until december 3rd it doesn't move out of its retrograde shadow until march 24th of next year and it's been in its retrograde shadow since March 7th of this year. So it's been in its shadow and now it's officially going retrograde. Exactly. So this is exactly. like the, the strongest moment where we're going to maybe see these lessons of healing in our subconscious coming up for the next few months or almost to the end of the year. So maybe like some of the some of the 
psychological baggage that you've been dealing with mm -hmm. since, let's say, March, or maybe oh my God, I'm so excited! Start, it's going to start coming back. It's it's a revisiting of oh, some no. of this psychological baggage. Okay. It's like learning the lesson again, and then we learn it a third time before it moves out of its shadow on March 24th. I mean, I, this sounds very uncomfortable, but. Like, I don't yeah. want to experience this again, but I guess if we actually work with the energy, then we can get the shit out and not after that third time near the end of the year, move on with it. And we're not going to be stuck in this, whatever baggage we've been carrying around. Yes. It's... Uh, I'm tired. I don't want the baggage anymore. <laughs> Fuck. Life is exhausting, Ingrid. That's why it says, you know, they say rest in peace. <laughs> Because it's hard to remain peaceful on planet Earth. It is. It's exhausting. So, but remember the, the, the key note of Pisces is compassion. So are you being compassionate to yourself? Are you being compassionate when you're, when you're feeling that guilt and that shame and the regret? Are you beating yourself up mentally or are you forgiving yourself? Are you showing yourself compassion so that you can integrate these thought patterns and memories with understanding, forgiveness, and love? Well, sometimes yes and sometimes no. <laughs> exactly. But that's why this is practice. That's why we learn the lesson once and then we practice it again and then again and so on and so forth. Now we also have the new moon in cancer. So this is where the emotions come in. The new moon in Cancer. So the moon and the sun meeting up in Cancer. This is the beginning of the new moon cycle. So just as Mercury, Mars, Saturn, and Neptune are all in positions of power because they're in the signs that they rule, so too is the moon in a position of power because it rules the cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab, Cancer. So this is like a super new moon. Well, I don't know technically like if that's like the astrolog astronomical term you know and people always say like oh it's a super moon and that's like a like a nasa thing yeah no i was just making that up for our our personal totally stuff, yeah. i mean like for in terms of like the astrological energy behind this yes this is this is a very powerful new moon because it's the moon is in a position of power it's in cancer so this when you think of cancer Think of your roots, your upbringing, your childhood, the ones who raised and nurtured you, and your ancestors. Now, the sun and the moon are also at the same degree, seven degrees, as Jupiter. So they're squaring Jupiter. Venus is in alignment with Jupiter. The sun and the moon are in alignment with Jupiter. So as Venus is in alignment with Jupiter, creating that feel-good energy of new friends and being more self-confident in with your senses and what you value and, and your close personal relationships, then the past creeps in as well. And it forces you to look in your past and see how maybe, yeah, I've, I've felt excited about friendships before, or I felt self-confident about friendships, but then they didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. And well, once you're, once relationships kind of go to the next level, once they deepen, mm -hmm. Initially, maybe that's just exciting mm -hmm. and it feels good and you're like happy in the honeymoon stage, whether that's like a friendship or like yes. a, a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. But then when the honeymoon period wears off, it's that deepening, that expansion from Jupiter. It's like, well, now it's expanded. Then those little insecurities start to come back up. You realize that they're still there. They were like 
They were just hiding in the corner. You didn't clean them out just because mm-hmm. you met someone new and you were having a good time. They're still there and we actually have to work to get the shit out. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe so, this is also like setting bigger intentions on getting rid of whatever is hiding in those dark corners. Like I love that. Yes. Like how can I, how can I take an expanded look at my past, an honest look at my past, and nurture myself and be kind to myself, be caring to myself, or be caring to those people from my past that maybe... I had issue with now I can forgive them. Now I can be kind to them. Uh, this is, this is an important new moon for, for sort of resetting the stage of your emotions because you know, that cancer energy picks up vibes from people, places and things. So if you're still holding on to a grudge from a family member or a childhood friend or whatever, maybe this is an opportunity to set your intentions to be honest about this grudge so that you can move past it and not allow it to impact the rest of your life. So I'll also say, since we're talking about the new moon, if if you want to learn more about how this alignment is affecting you directly, I encourage you to enroll in my moon cycle classes, which are available for enrollment at theweeklytransit.com. And those are good places for setting your intentions. And then also it comes with two classes, the new moon and the full moon. So there's a follow-up. You're kind of taking inventory. Are you really doing what you said you were going to do? Yes. So following the moon cycles is very important. So today would be a good day for setting those intentions for the future. Yes, exactly. This is the inhale. What do you want to breathe in? And then the full moon is the exhale. What do you want to share with other people? Wednesday, June 29th, the moon continues through Cancer, the sign that it rules. And as it does, it squares off with Chiron in Aries. So you set your intentions to reset in terms of your your past emotions and all the grudges you've been holding on to and so on and so forth. And now the moon meets you with your first assignment, which is facing that wound to your self-esteem, to your self-confidence and how that's rooted in your past. Setting your intentions yesterday, maybe today is the first day where you're like, oh shit, can I really heal from that? Like, how do I get it out? It's actually really uncomfortable. This wound has been here for a long time. I don't know if I can heal from that. Mm -hmm. So maybe some doubt creeps in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where you're like, you're, yeah, you're afraid of actually letting go of the grudge. I mean, I guess we can, the answer is, I guess we do have the ability to let go, but are we going to do it? Because it's really scary to let people go or situations that have happened like allowing that grasp to like fall away is mm-hmm. is scary. Yeah. It becomes, it becomes kind of like part of your identity. Like when I think of it, it's, it, you're nailing, you're hitting the nail on the head. You know, when I think of Aries, I think of like being the best, like Aries wants to be the best, mm-hmm. you know? And for, <laughs> I know there's probably not a lot of sport fans listening because most of our, our listeners are women, but, uh, anyone that's that's a fan of like football uh, you've heard of Tom Brady you know and everyone calls him like the best that ever played quarterback or whatever because he won all these Super Bowls he's an Aries moon 
So like he's emotionally fulfilled by being the best. <laughs> exactly. So, but if you are holding a grudge in the past, then what you're saying is, well, I could have succeeded, but I can't because that person did this to me. They did me dirty back then. They did me wrong. And, be, and they're the reason why I will never be as great as I could be. It's hard to let go of that because when you do, it's like an excuse. Then you, it's exactly. Then you don't have any more excuses. If you're not going to let that past experience hold you back from your success, then it's up to you to actually take responsibility for your success. And that can be really daunting. It might be easier to suffer and live in the pain of whatever occurred however many years ago with whatever person and use that as the reason why. You're not who you want to be. Oh, it's so annoying. I relate to that so much. It's so easy to have like a scapegoat for all your little things. Totally. Well, that's why. Exactly. I mean, there's always an excuse why we don't have what we want. Yes, exactly. And we don't really like to say that it's us. We didn't do the thing. Exactly. I mean, it's it's humiliating to be, to think that it's your own fault that you don't have what you (laughs) want. Exactly. Yes. Well, are you ready for the next challenge, Ingrid? I'm ready. Because on Thursday... June 30th, the the moon continues on through Cancer. And as it does, it squares off with that other planet in Aries. So now it's squared each planet in Aries. On Tuesday, it squared Jupiter, which was expanding a view of the past. Wednesday was touching the wound of the past. And now today, Thursday, June 30th, it's squaring Mars the god of war now you have to take action well maybe yesterday it was feeling very uncomfortable and you're like oh fuck now i have to take a look at myself it's my own fault (laughs) and then today you're like i'm fucking pissed what the fuck have i been doing like i did it to Mm. myself now you're like okay i gotta do something about it yeah now that i've had this revelation about myself i need to take some action yes make some shit happen the other thing is is if you've been ignoring it Uh this is when it blows up right here because mars is in a position of power in the sign that it rules aries the moon so we got the god of war in a position of power squaring off with the god of emotions or the goddess of emotions in the sign of cancer which she rules so this is a squaring off between that masculine feminine energy where you angry cry and you're just like ripping up the house because of whatever's happened. But if you've done the work, now maybe, yeah, you're mad at yourself, but it's going to motivate you to really push forward and say, you know what? Fuck it. I, I can do this. I'm going to do this. I, I'm meant to be great. And you are. Because there's nobody on planet Earth that is you. And each and every human being is here to be the greatest version of themselves. And that's it. Yeah, remember that because... We don't always do the work. Mm -hmm. It's like today can really fucking suck. But also remembering that maybe channeling that into the motivation. Yes. Remembering that like we we have to go through the cycle of emotions, whether we did it in the days leading up to it. So today's a little easier or not. It's like we still have to feel all those feelings. Mm -hmm. And if we don't feel them, then we're not going to be able to get the push to move to the next level. So embrace the discomfort Mm -hmm. of feeling like shit about yourself (laughs) And allow that to like move you to do something. Don't like medicate it or like stuff it down. Don't suppress it. You suppress it. It's going to come out in that ugly way. Ah, yeah. It's so important for people to understand 
how important they are. Because literally, every single person you come into contact with is reflecting you in some way, shape, or form, and you're reflecting them. But they can never see themselves the way that they see themselves in your presence. Does that make sense? It's like, I, I've i learned things about myself that I could only learn because I'm here with you, I Ingrid. See. I couldn't learn them from anyone else. Yeah, I could only learn them in the way that I learned them through you. Mm-hmm. And that's what every single person has to understand. That, And this is what that Aries energy is about. It's about authenticity. And so often we, we try to put on a face that we think is going to be acceptable, that people are going to like, because we want to be liked. But what ends up happening is eventually it gets heavy carrying that mask and it comes down and you have to show your true self. And showing your true self is actually the favor that you do for every human being because it helps them see themselves in a more authentic way. A lot of that work, this is a big theme of the week, especially as we continue on to Friday, July 1st, when we're talking about Mars again. And Mars makes another stressful alignment, this time with Pluto, the god of death, lord of the underworld, the planet of transformation, transiting retrograde through the cardinal earth sign symbolized by the goat Capricorn. So we got the god of war, Mars, squaring off with the god of death. That means that there's some very difficult transformations that are occurring here. You may not like them. You may not want to do them. But in order for you to step into your power and be the great individual that you are meant to be, you have to make these changes. You have to transform how you act. You have to act from true authenticity so that you can truly step into your power as an authority. And each and every individual on this planet is meant to be an authority in their own right by taking responsibility for yourself who you are, and what it is you want. And then I'm seeing Capricorn as achievement. Pluto's in Capricorn, so it's like death of the old way mm-hmm. of whatever you were doing that wasn't working mm-hmm. is going to allow you to achieve these goals. It's a square. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to let go of the old way, even when it's not serving us anymore. Mm-hmm. I have I have like a death grip <laughs> on like, I like things to stay the same. It's comfortable no matter how uncomfortable it is i feel okay there i'm like i know how to deal with this yes even exactly. if the possibility could be better than what i even imagined mm-hmm. it's still really scary and so hard to even just to loosen the grasp a little bit feels sometimes impossible so just allowing that thought to come in where you're like okay if i do let go of this there is something better i am going to grow i am going to be able to achieve the things i want i am going to be a more authentic version of myself wait a second It sounds like you're saying the things that I was saying at the top where I was like, I live in a safe and secure, peaceful (laughs) home environment. You're Mm -hmm. like talking from a very positive perspective, but that's it. You know, we have this death grip, like you say, on our misery because at least we know what our misery is. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have the hell that I know than the hell that I don't know. Yeah. Rather than saying, you know what, this is hell. There's got to be something better out there. Well, like, I, I guess what I was saying at the beginning, kind of not, maybe not wanting to say, like, this lie that we tell ourselves, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But 
it's the idea that that lie is like a hope. Like, what if that hope doesn't come true? And I'd rather just be comfortable with my small little uncomfortable world because what if I have a hope and then it's crushed? Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, we got to exactly. let go. We got to let go exactly. of that fear. Yes. Yes. That's it. You know, well, what if I let go of the hope and the hope doesn't, isn't actualized, then I have no hope, but you have to let go of the fear. And that's why Mars is here in Aries. It's pushing us. Yes. The God of war and the sign of courage, giving you the encouragement you need to be authentic and to charge ahead. Now, moving ahead to Saturday, July 2nd, we're looking at three planets that we highlighted earlier in the week. Mercury, the messenger of the gods in Gemini, which it rules. Three planets here, all in signs that they rule. We've got Mercury in Gemini, which it rules, Neptune in Pisces, which it rules, and Saturn in Aquarius, which it rules. So three planets in positions of power, connecting the conscious mind to the unconscious mind, connecting communication to the community. So really thinking about what's going on beneath the surface with you. Are you able to communicate and articulate your thoughts, your dreams, your unconscious, and share that with the community? Take responsibility for the intuition that you have within you, but also asking the questions from those around you within the community I'm saying, you know, this is how I see it. Is that off base? And you, you're probably going to have a lot of people who are like, I see it exactly the same way because yeah. you're not alone. Well, you were saying that we're like reflecting each other. And yes. the only way you can learn something is through seeing it from someone else. Like if we're sharing our experience, you see me go through my uncomfortable moment and how I healed from it. And then I share it with you where I ask, you know, I ask you how you would deal with it. It's like sometimes these things that we need to know become unlocked. Like mm-hmm. the knowledge becomes unlocked because of the connection and the questions that are happening between us mm-hmm. that we wouldn't get from somebody else. Yes. And we certainly wouldn't get them from being by ourselves. Yes. So allowing yourself to share in the community, ask people questions yes. about maybe how they would deal with your issue or what they're going through. So you can see how they dealt with their own stuff. And it's about being real, being authentic, you know, asking those questions that, that truly means something to you. I went to this dinner uh-huh. the other day. Yeah. It was hosted at somebody's house. Uh-huh. It was in the backyard. Everyone there was strangers. I didn't know them. It was like through Instagram. Oh my God, that's perfect for you. It was beautiful. And <laughs> one of the women there, she was just really funny and like light and very social. And she, I was telling a story or something and she was like, okay, I have to stop you. I have a question for everyone. I'm like, okay, what is she going to ask me? I don't even know this lady. She's yeah. like, what is love? Like somebody tell me like, Mm. you know, and she was just like genuinely asking, like, I want to know all these like new people's perspective on what that means. And it was like, I started laughing because it just felt like so absurd almost to be like, are you really asking that? Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I am. I want to know. I want to know how all these people relate to life. And it would just end up being like a really beautiful, fun and light and like introspective and great way to like new meet new people. Like you really ended up going deep from this kind of like funny moment where you're like, oh, we can't, we can't talk about that. We don't know each other. How many people were at this dinner? Maybe like 12 or 15. Yeah. And did you make some connections with people? Like, do you feel like you're going to talk to these people again? Yeah. It was actually in my neighborhood. Everyone there was a creative like Uh film or music or branding. Uh So it was a really fun experience. Oh my God. And the food was incredible. It's perfect with all the Gemini energy and 
the Aquarius energy with Saturn, connecting to the community, meeting new people, asking questions, sharing your dreams. That's what this alignment's all about right here, is taking responsibility for your dreams, for who you are, and sharing them with other people. And the girl that hosted the event, I would say she's a chef, but that's not what she does by trade. Uh-huh. She just hosts these every once in a while. She's like a, a painter is what she likes to do for her creative outlet. Uh-huh. But I forget what kind of world she normally works in. She just was like, yeah, I used to paint all the time and I really like to cook, but I don't really cook for myself. She's like, when I'm by myself, I eat like crackers and cheese. Like I don't really do anything, but I like to host these events a couple times a year because I like sharing with the community. Like it feels like I'm fulfilling something for myself to do these. And Mm. yeah, I feel like her authenticity brought everybody together to have this beautiful communal. It's so interesting. Very cool. It was really nice. But yeah, it was just a nice way to connect with the community. Amazing. Amazing. What a great idea. Sunday, July 3rd. Mars, the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict. Again. Again. The fourth time this week that we're talking about Mars. So what's that saying? Like, movement, movement, movement. Act. Act. Do something. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Do Do something. something. What do you want to do? We've got Mercury and Gemini over there that's doing all this chattering, which is great. We got to have the conversation. We got to talk. But there's got to be action behind the words. And today, on Sunday, July 3rd, Mars in Aries is aligning with the moon, which has now moved into Leo. So this is a fire, fire connection. Leo, the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion forming a very positive aspect with Mars. This is this is the emotions of your heart. Leo rules the heart. So, you know, people that were born with the moon in Leo, I find that these individuals have just impeccable posture. They they stand like heart Open forward. Heart. Yeah, heart forward, just very natural. So, what are, what are the emotions of your heart? Where's your passion? Are you acting with passion? You're like acting, oh, I got to do that. So there's not like, where's your passion? Where do you feel pride? Where do you feel pride? Act from a place of pride. Act from a place of pride that is going to open your heart. That's going to help your heart shine so that other people feel you when you are around them and they feel your warmth, your energy. Because you're shining, because you're living from your heart center. What is that for you? What makes you want to jump out of bed and go? That's what this is. That's how we end the week. Well, if we've been doing that work all week, then we will be able to be courageous. Mm-hmm. Like, the what is the lion? It's like either the cowardly lion or the courageous lion. Mm-hmm. So letting go of that fear. And if we've been letting go all week of these things that haven't been serving us, then we will be able to access that where we're like, yeah, I'm fucking proud. Mm -hmm. I know who I am. Now I let go of all these things that were holding me back and holding me down. And now I'm able to express myself fully directly with the Mars and Aries energy, very directly, very openly, very warm. Like Mm -hmm. you said, it doesn't need to be a fire that burns everything down. It's the fire that like keeps everybody warm. Yes. And that inspires other people to be themselves as well. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Well, that's an amazing exactly. ending to the week. I yes. like this. Yes. Awesome, Ingrid. I love the way you you sum that up. You fired me up. I'm excited. Well, we do have a question. Yes. Ask the question, please. From one of our listeners. Thank you for asking it. 
Oh, before we even get into that, I just mm-hmm. wanted to make one announcement. I announced a couple weeks ago uh, that I had done a podcast interview with one of my Cosmic Pathway clients, Tiffany. The show is now available. You can listen to my interview. It's very fun. I really enjoyed speaking with Tiffany. She is a astrologer and stylist, and we get into fashion and astrology and Travis Barker, Courtney Kardashian, and their astrological connection. So it's a really fun conversation, and it's available on the podcast platforms now, Epiphany with Tiffany. Epiphany with Tiffany. I love the title. I'm so excited because I love her concept. I absolutely think it's brilliant combining astrology with fashion and how you express yourself, how you feel every day. I think that's just amazing. It is. It does carry out through your day how you feel when you're dressing for the occasion. Like every day is a different occasion. So looking at the stars. Yeah. Dressing for your astrological code. Like what is the fashion for Virgo? I don't know. I must, I can't wait to look into it. Yeah, And then exactly. I also feel connected <laughs> to this episode because my nail girl does her nails and I think his nails. No way. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. The nail game bringing us together. Awesome. Yes. I love it. Yeah. There's so many connections because Travis Barker was literally born the day after me. Oh, really? Yeah. So we're like connected. almost Astro twins and, uh, and Courtney Kardashian's grandmother and my grandmother were bridge partners. Back Are you in serious? The day. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You always have some crazy yeah. ass LA story. <laughs> I don't know them, but yeah, my grandma and her grandma were, were homies back in the day. Homies. I love it. <laughs> bridge, bridge buddies. <laughs> okay. I do have one question here from... Maya Soul 04. Yes. She wants to know what house system you find most accurate. She said she used to use Placidus for some time until she discovered whole signs made more sense to her. I just say to each their own, you know, like I, I'm not here to say, well, this is more accurate than that. Whatever works for you. I like Placidus or that's what works for me. Uh, that's what I like using. That feels very accurate to me. But that's not for me to say that it's more accurate than whole signs. Like if you find that whole signs is what vibes with you, then that's what you should be using. So to each their own. I mean, I think that just goes for everything. Exactly. We take everything so personally. We get, (laughs) oh, this person said this, or this is like a fact. This is the truth. It's like, okay, how about you just take what you like and leave what you don't. And I think it helps us all be more accepting of other people. Totally. And also listen to ourselves. That's it. That's it. I'm not here to be like the the spokesperson for Placidus astrologists. It's the best. And everyone else that's not using Placidus is an idiot. No. Like... It's, there's multiple ways to translate this language into whatever language you speak. So whatever, whatever, <laughs> how many different versions of like the Bible are there? Exactly. Like, exactly. There's always a new translation. Exactly. Like whatever speaks to you and your heart and your soul is what you should be working with. I love that. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Scott. You're welcome, Ingrid. Thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.